So according to some sports reporters, namely former NFL quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers is going to skip the Super Bowl. (laughs) Okay, Boomer. Okay. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. You can hit me up over in Messenger over there or DM me on the other two sites. We are still going at it. We are going to try and take my proverbial heater into the playoffs. Um, For fuck's sakes, you guys. Figure out how to get in this fucking league. Jesus Christ. Uh, Well, I hope everybody is doing well. Uh, It is Wednesday, January 12th, 2022. Uh, Thought we'd do a little bit of review for week 18. Um, Really quick. Uh, We'll go through the, we'll go back through the article. Um, And then, uh, Yeah, we'll talk about what's coming up here for the wild card round. There will be an article that is coming out. I am currently working on the spreadsheet. Uh, As of right now, I've got everything done outside of the injury report, which I'll go through right away uh, tomorrow. And uh, going to be making up the spreadsheets. I'll have them out tomorrow. I'm going to do... you know, a couple different couple different slates and stuff like that, so we'll have to take a look at that. Uh, we're going to have to talk about these uh, slates in particular. Um, I had a showdown, second place showdown, lost by .02. Uh, took 2K out of there. Uh, Could have had four. Um, but, yeah, got beat by the .02 points. Nothing I could do. The guy had the same lineup. He just had the uh, MVP switched. Um and won that on that final uh, throw from <laughs> Gardner Minshew to Quez Watkins that I cannot believe he scored on. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, we move on. and uh, But first, like I said, we're going to take a look back at Week 18 and move on from there. Really, really quick, we're just going to go through the scores. Because um, the sites have decided to move on, and they won't let, allow me to... Uh, handle this real easily going from game to game. So it is what it is. Uh, Saturday's contest, you had the Chiefs at the Broncos. Chiefs came out 28-24 to winners. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, pretty pedestrian, at least for his standards, 27-44 to for 270 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, big winner on the Denver side was Melvin Gordon the third, even though he had a fumble. He had 12 carries for 110 yards and a touchdown. Which sucks. I kind of went a little bit heavier on uh, Javante Williams. Not enough Gordon in there. Um, 
sucks. Really, really wanted it. Uh, if you had Gordon on it, you probably in your lineups for the two games late on the Saturday, you won. Um, you had to have. There's no way that you didn't. But it is what it is. Uh, Tyreek Hill hurt his heel in pregame, so that was great that we kind of got fucked on that one. Uh, I was kind of all in on Tyreek Hill, you know, running three lineups on each site. Uh, I think I had a couple of them uh, cash out, but uh, Nicole Hardman was the big winner as far as the wide receivers were concerned, eight eight for 103. Uh, on the other side, though, Tim Patrick did have a decent game. I don't have the numbers, but uh, he was the guy that Drew Locke was looking at. You know what? Throw it all away. Get out of it. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, we are done with that. Uh, Vic Fangio, the head coach, was fired on Monday. Actually, I think he was fired on Sunday. Um, so they're going to be looking for new leadership. Apparently they're looking at the Packers. Who knows if that shit's true. Don't know anything with the whole speculation on uh, head football coaches in this day and age. The second game on Saturday was Cowboys at Eagles. Cowboys came out 51-26 to winners. Dak Prescott, 21-27 for 295 and five touchdowns. It was pretty fucking impressive. Um, the lineups that did cash out were the ones that I did Dak Prescott. Um, I had one Gardner Minshew just so I could kind of fit uh, the higher price options on the slate. Um, otherwise, it was split between Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. Uh, Dak Prescott definitely in showdown. Uh, Zeke Elliott, 10, uh, 18 carries for 87 yards. It was better. It's better performance than what he's had, uh, but he's certainly showing his age. Uh, he didn't look good in the 18 for 87. It was really, really goofy. Um, but the wide receiver for Dak Prescott was Cedric Wilson. Five receptions, 119, two touchdowns. Ooh, who had him in the captain spot? Uh, that was me. And uh, Dak Prescott edged him out on that one, so that's how I lost the showdown. But uh, Sunday games, Bengals at Browns. Bengals basically sat down everybody on offense. Uh, the Cleveland Browns came out 21-16 to winners. A lot of people talking about Samaje P. Ryan. I did look at Samaje P. Ryan uh, for DFS, but had seen that they had pulled uh, Travion Williams up. Uh, with Chris Evans there, I just kind of shied away from it. You weren't getting a hell of a discount on him, so that's why I faded him. Uh, and it was a good thing because he didn't have any fucking stats to to uh, call his own. He was basically playing on special teams. Uh, Case Keenum for Cleveland, 17-24 for 176 and two touchdowns. The Ernest Johnson, I was looking at him too. Uh, because a lot of people were like, oh, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb. And I was sitting there. He was like a final cut guy because I just couldn't do it. And uh, I was trying to stay a little bit more towards the people with, who needed incentives. Um, Dearness Johnson, of course, wasn't an incentive guy, but, you know, just backing up, 25 carries for 123-1. and one. We've seen what Dearness Johnson can do in that offense between – behind that offensive line. So if Kareem Hunt happens to maybe not be back in Cleveland next year, Darren Johnson be a nice handcuff. Um, he's definitely, I mean, he's proving me wrong um, in that offense and getting the job done. 
Uh, Jarvis Landry, that name came up. I looked at him, too. I just stayed away from the game as a whole for the most part. But Jarvis Landry, six receptions for 75 yards and a touchdown. It's a hell of a day. He was cheap. Uh, he was going to be one of my cheap options. But like I said, I, I just I stayed the fuck out of the game. Just couldn't get it done. Green Bay Packers go to Detroit and lose 37-30 to behind a plethora of trick plays, especially one TD pass from wide receiver Tom Kennedy to Mr. Khalif Raymond. Didn't have him. Did not have him. Jerry Goff, though, 21-30 to for 238 and two touchdowns. A.J. Dillon on the ground, 14 for 63. Didn't get the touchdown. That went to Patrick Taylor. Uh, thought about Patrick Taylor, but ultimately figured that A.J. Dillon was going to play well over half a game uh, and that he would be able to get a touchdown. He did not. Uh, did not kill Did not kill the lineup because a lot of running backs just did not get the job done, at least ones that people were looking at. So it is what it is. Amon Ross St. Brown, leading wide receiver in this game, 8 for 109 and a touchdown. I said lock him in lock him in. So if you did not start Amon Ra St. Brown, probably didn't cash out. Sorry. Sorry. I tried to tell you. I tried to tell everybody. Washington goes into New York and defeats the Giants 22 to 7. Taylor Heineke, 9 of 18 for 120 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles, though. Um, just a, just a horseshit game. I stayed out of this fucking game completely. Uh, even did in season only kind of killed me with Antonio Gibson, 21 carries for 146 yards and a touchdown. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, it was a good matchup. It was a fucking good matchup. I just couldn't pull the trigger on it. Uh, Terry McLaurin, the leading receiver, four receptions for 93 yards. Not a bad day for him. Uh, would have definitely liked to have gotten a touchdown out of him. Bears go into Minnesota and lose 31-17, to costing Matt Nagy his job. Uh, also costing uh, Mike Zimmer his job in Minnesota. So two NFC North teams, both looking for coaches. Uh, not putting my resume in for those. Andrew Dalton, though, 33-48, 325 yards, a touchdown. I believe he had an interception in that one and a fumble, if I'm not mistaken. So... Kind of killed a decent day. I looked at him too. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. Let's just not do it. Let's just not do it. Uh, Dalvin Cook. I had him written up, and I pulled him out because of his price. I said I just he just didn't look interested at all whatsoever. Um, and I mean he he did decent on the ground. Fourteen carries, seventy nine yards. Didn't really do anything in the receiving department. Um, and did not get the touchdown, which was kind of surprising with Keem Hicks not in the middle of that defensive line for the Chicago Bears, but it is what it is. Uh, another guy that I wrote up. Now, I wrote up two Chicago Bears. I wrote up uh, David Montgomery and Darnell Mooney. Now, David Montgomery I was really high on. He didn't get the job done, which was really disappointing, uh, but I ended up fading him. In cash with the AJ Dillon news, I kind of I, I went with Dillon instead. Um, also used uh, Devin Singletary and Deontay Foreman 
in my cash game build, and it kind of stayed with Foreman. Uh, for the most part, it was Foreman, and de- definitely Devin, Devin Singletary was in every, every fucking lineup for Buffalo Bills. I used him all the way through. Uh, but <clears throat> the reason, uh, the the other reason why I didn't go with David Montgomery was I was so stuck on Darnell Mooney because with Andy Dalton starting, um, if you look at the target data sheet, which is this is exactly the reason why I put it out there. Um, every time Andy Dalton's on the field, Darnell Mooney actually has a decent game outside of the first game of the year, uh, which was against the LA Rams. You wouldn't really expect anything too much, but um, if you look back at the previous like uh, three games, every time Dalton was the uh, guy behind center, Darnell Mooney got the job done. What did Darnell Mooney do? 12 receptions, 126 yards. Absolutely killed it, especially over on DK. Uh, very low owned. Uh, way uh, He was under 10% owned uh, across the board, even in cash games, uh, which was really, really surprising because he came in at a pretty decent value. Colts go into Jacksonville and fucking lose again. Just 26 to 11. This is just a horrible, horrible game. <laughs> Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 23 of 32 for 223 and two touchdowns. We don't even need to look at uh, uh, Carson Wentz's stats. Uh, Jonathan Taylor was the lead rusher uh, for the entire game, 15 carries for 77 yards. I said, you know, if you want to pay up, you know, it, it was a good spot. It was just whatever you could do with the lineup. Uh, Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup both being the highest priced guys on the slate. Uh, when you get into that 10K range, you really have to consider whether or not your team is going to be stable enough to support whether you know if if that guy fails. That guy cannot fail, cannot fail in your lineup because you're spending so much money and then you have to pay down elsewhere, and it kind of kills your lineup. Um, so I did fade Jonathan Taylor in cash. I think I only had him in one lineup, which was really weird because I'm a huge Jonathan Taylor guy. Um, but the lineup builds, when you're putting them in there, were just, it was shittier than the builds from last week. Last week, you could put Jonathan Taylor in there and you could feel pretty fucking comfortable with it. This week, I just didn't like anything at all, man. I didn't like anything that I was putting together, uh, which really, really sucks. Michael Pittman did get his touchdown, said it. It was nine weeks since he had gotten that touchdown. He got that um, this week to end the season. And I had written up Marvin Jones Jr. and the incentives that he had to get at. Um, and he he fulfilled. I mean, he got it done. He got it. He got at least his 500K, right? So seven receptions, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Very, very good game in there. Uh, and you will notice that Laquan Treadwell did have his usual game and got the touchdown this time. Um, you know, you don't, you never want to go too heavy on Jaguars. You know, Trevor Lawrence with his, you know, got the two touchdowns, but only two, two twenty three. Uh, didn't really rush for all that much. But Marvin Jones came through very. He was super. He was dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Um, definitely was a nice value option that paid off. Steelers going to Baltimore, come out with a 16-13 win. 
and make the playoffs. Oh, my God. Ben Roethlisberger, though, looked like shit. 30 of 44 for 244 and 1. Wolf. Now, Devonta Freeman got hurt in this game. Devonta Freeman was considered for the write-up, and thank God I didn't do it because it would have given you a guy that got hurt. Latavius Murray picked up the slack, though, 16 carries for 150 and a touchdown. Ridiculous. So anytime you're going against the Steelers and you have a capable running game, you have to take a look at it. Um, Man, man, just... You know, just thinking about the fact that that could have been Devonta Freeman that whole time, it would have been great. Mark Andrews at tight end was the leading receiver, eight for eighty-five. Even with the pay-up, you would have been happy with that, especially like on DK uh, with the full point PPR. You would have gotten yourself sixteen and a half points. So, uh, Mark Andrews, we'll consider him actually coming through. Titans go into Houston, come out with a twenty-eight to twenty-five nail biter. Uh, they were winning 21 and nothing at halftime. I don't know what the fuck happened. Thank, thanks. Thanks. I only wrote up your fucking shit or defense, you pieces of shit. Um, Ryan Tannehill did really, really well. He had four, I believe it was four touchdowns, but he didn't have the yardage. Um, so I only have Davis Mills listed here for Houston. 23 of 33 for 301 and three touchdowns. Let's see what happens with Houston, man. Um, Cully really got... The guys to play. I'm still not high on Davis Mills, but hey, you know, considering the fact that I said he was basically run your uh, run heavy based offense uh, from the 80s, hey, he's getting the, he got the job done. They played hard for him. Uh, it was a nice, nice day for one Davis Mills. Deontay Foreman had 21 carries for 69 yards, got fucked out of a touchdown because of an illegal shift. Um, so he actually would have paid off at his at his salary, which is unfortunate. Um, do I do not regret um, putting De, uh, Deontay Foreman in all my lineups. Danny Amendola ended up being the wide receiver of choice here, not Brandon Cooks, which fucking sucked because I wrote up Brandon Cooks. Uh, but seven receptions, 113 yards, and two touchdowns. That's fresh. I believe he was on the COVID list, if I'm not mistaken. So... Really big surprise there. Really big. Uh, let's see here. Jets go into Buffalo, come out losers, 27 to 10. Josh Allen, 24 of 45 for 239 and two touchdowns. It was a shitty weather game. Uh, so, you know, Devin Singletary really getting a heavy use uh, in this Buffalo Bills offense. Um, he's definitely somebody that we want to look at. This week, still in the playoffs, he's running hot right now. 19 carries, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Also had a receiving touchdown as well. Uh, so he really paid off as still, it, because he was still priced down for whatever the fuck reason. Stephon Diggs hits his um, his bonus threshold. Uh, nine receptions for 81 yards and a touchdown. Very good in PPR. Um, Let's see. Well, we actually are in the later games, too. San Francisco goes into L.A., beats the Rams 27-24 to 24 to clinch a playoff berth. Jimmy Garoppolo looked pretty damn decent, man. 23-32 for 316 and a touchdown. 
Eli Mitchell did pretty well on the ground, 21 carries for 85 yards, but the touchdown did go to Debo Samuel, who actually had a decent day uh, both on the ground and through the air, as well as uh, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, he's heating up. Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is starting to be on fire. Cooper Cup for the LA Rams was the leading wide receiver. Didn't pay off his price tag, though. Seven, seven for 118 and a touchdown. I believe he also had a carry in this game as well. Didn't do anything with it. Uh, we talked about this. We talked about this possible outcome. Patriots go into Miami and lose 33-24. to Mac Jones, 20 of 30 for 261 and a touchdown. Duke Johnson, 25 carries, 117 yards and a touchdown. I looked at him again. The weakness for the New England Patriots defense is against running backs. Now, maybe not Jonathan Taylor, you know, somebody that they could focus on. But if you have a high-flying passing offense, you can maybe pivot off of that and use the running back against them. Hunter Henry written up as a value tight end, and guess what? He came through five receptions for 86 yards. He was dick dirt cheap. Dick dirt cheap this week. I love saying dick dirt cheap. Dick dirt cheap. Seahawks go into Arizona and come out winners 38-30. to Kyler Murray was the high passer, um, but uh, uh, Russell Wilson was really the guy who got it done. He had three passing TDs and a rushing TD. It was a really good game from Russell Wilson. Almost wrote him up, too. It is what it is. We move on. Um, but Kyler Murray, 20-39 for 240 and a touch. Rashad Penny, man. Rashad Penny should be making himself some money. <laughs> Seahawks are probably going to be kicking their ass for not picking up his fifth-year option. 23 carries, 190 yards on a touchdown. Just ridiculous way to end the season. He was on a tear. If you look at the target spreadsheet, it shows it, man. He was tearing it up. Uh, went with DK Metcalf. He did not come through. He had a shit ton. You got to look at the targets, though, on him. He had, I believe he had like 12 targets. It's kind of like uh, for the Buffalo game, I wrote up Gabe Davis for value. He had like 11 or 12 targets ridiculous he only had like three catches but i mean he had double digit targets in the game bullshit but tyler lockett got it done finished out the season strong uh he had an incentive that i did not catch um which is unfortunate that i did not find it i was scrounging around everywhere and i didn't find that he needed two tds uh to hit i believe it was a million dollar bonus he finished five Five for 98 and the two touchdowns. So that sucks. If I would have known that Tyler Lockett had that incentive, I would have went there. I would have definitely went to Tyler Lockett instead of um, DK Metcalf. I couldn't write up, you know, uh, with Russell Wilson, I can only write up so many quarterbacks, you know, without anybody bitching at me that hey, you got too many goddamn players in your fucking lineup well you know what you want to fucking write it up because you can write it up all you want you motherfucker panthers go into tampa bay and lose 41 to 17 it's a real good game uh the guys that we needed to get done got it done uh tom brady 29 to 37 326 and three tds 
I don't have Mike Evans' numbers. I believe he had 85 yards and two touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn didn't really do that much on the ground, but did get a touchdown, so he saved it uh, for a, as a value-filling guy. And then Rob Gronkowski, seven receptions, 137 yards. He got all of his ball. He got his, he got two of the three. I said two of the three. Uh, so he made a cool million on Sunday. Uh, the final game of the day was the Sunday night thriller in Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas 35 to 32 winners over the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert 34 to 64 for 383 and three touchdowns. Josh Jacobs. Really finished. He finished that strong at the end of the game. 26 carries, 132 yards, and a touchdown. And then we had Mike Williams being the lead receiver. Nine receptions for 119 yards and a touchdown. Also had uh, Hunter Renfro caught two touchdowns, but he did not put the yardage up, which is really kind of surprising. Um, I had fa- I did a showdown slate for th- that one. I picked the wrong side kicker. Um, I went with Dustin Hopkins. I should have had Daniel Carlson in that one. But we would have lost anyways because we didn't have uh, Mike Williams in that lineup. Um, But I had looked at him because he was uh, lined up. He was going to be lined up against Brandon Facian. Facian? I don't know. Any which way. All I know is that Jamar Chase is slated to line up against him this week. So... Oh, I got to decide really if it's going to be Javar Chase. It it should be. That is his side. So, and they hadn't they haven't moved Casey Hayward over on that side all year. So, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase. Uh, I've had somebody say T Higgins. I've had somebody say Tyler Boyd. It's Jamar Chase, guys. Jamar Chase is going to get it done if the Bengals are going to move on. Alrighty, so let's go through the article real quick, and then we'll talk about this upcoming week. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Maybe not, because a couple people uh, did not win. It was a little disappointing. Um, Kyler Murray uh, paid up. On DK, he probably didn't kill you over there. Um, definitely didn't do nearly as well as what I thought he was going to have. I thought he would have gotten the second touchdown in there, but everything kind of went to James Conner, um, on the ground. Um, so if you used, if you ended up switching in, uh, James Conner just kind of said, fuck it at the beginning, said, I'm going to risk it anyways, because you were doing a tournament, uh, really paid off for you, uh, having James Conner in that, in your lineup. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, fucking just killed it. Just killed it. Matthew Stafford had a couple of, uh, interceptions, but he had the three touchdowns. So he got the job done there. Uh, GPP, Josh Allen actually probably paid. He actually, I think he just got to like 24 points if I'm not mistaken. So it was really good. Uh, Taysom Hill, um, I still didn't take a look on that because, you know, New Orleans got knocked out. But I believe Taysom Hill got hurt in this game because Trevor Simeon was in there. 
Um, so it sucks. I'm glad I put him in GPP though, and not in cash. Um, I was looking in there. I said I'd rather pay the 500 to get Stafford. I did it. He was cheaper on the other two on the other two uh, sites, anyways, on FanDuel and Yahoo, um, to get you know Staff, Matt Stafford versus Taysom Hill. So uh, good deal there. Um, actually, I didn't cover that game. Um, I missed that game. Where the fuck is it? Yeah, Saints beat the Falcons. I almost wrote up Alvin Kamara. I went with uh, Taysom Hill on there. Alvin Kamara was actually the right play. 30 carries for 146. I believe he had a touchdown somewhere in there. Um, Maybe not. But he would have paid off hitting the 146. He had a few receptions in there. Matt Ryan, uh, 20 of 33, 216 and 1. The one touchdown went to Russell Gage. Nine receptions, 126 yards, and a touchdown. So, um, yeah. I mean, you know, Saints finished off the year 9-8, and eight, um, but just, you know, didn't make it in there. It's unfortunate. I'm glad they're fucking gone. Uh, running back cash, David Montgomery, that was a fail um, just for the payup. I mean, at least it wasn't a fucking Dalvin Cook, um, which sucked. Damian Harris, he had the touchdown. Um, he had the touchdown. He didn't really do anything. He didn't do much just in terms of yardage. Um, so he really probably didn't pay off except over on Yahoo. That would have been good for the $22 price. Uh, AJ Dillon didn't get the touchdown. Um, so did not pay off. Deonta Foreman lost the fucking touchdown, uh, which sucked on especially fucking DK, man. Come on. Um, Devin Singletary paid off big time, big time there. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. Because he real cheap pricing in there, uh, he ended up paying off uh, because he got the touchdown. Jonathan Taylor in GPP uh, did not think I'd put him in GPP and not cash. Um, I, yeah, I said it's a safe amount of points in cash, but to me it's unnecessary and I'll spend up elsewhere in my lineup. Whenever I say that, take that, take that to heart that I'm paying down. Um, this whole paying down at running back thing is actually starting to kind of work out, work itself out, uh, late in the season. So, uh, Jonathan Taylor, of course, did not pay off James Conner. Um, maybe not so much on Yahoo, but would have paid off on, uh, FanDuel and DK. Said I'd love to trust him in cash since fellow running back Chase Edmonds is out this week, but I just can't wholeheartedly trust the play. Uh, that was true. Michael Carter did not get it done. That sucks. Wide receiver cash. Cooper Cup, safe amount of points. It was a lot better than fucking Jonathan Taylor, but just still, still didn't pay off there, um, which sucked. Justin Jefferson got the shit done. Got it done. Jalen Johnson, that's who we fucking target anytime he's there. Uh, Mike Evans. I was switching in between Mike Evans and Gronk. I, ultimately, I took Gronk because he was cheaper. Um, saved a little bit of salary there, but Mike Evans, he definitely paid off. Um, that Keith Taylor lineup, yeah, yeah. Stephon Diggs, yep, paid off. Um, got the 750 escalator. Uh, Deontay Johnson didn't, didn't pay off. Uh, had the receptions, just wasn't getting any fucking yardage. Um, uh, very, woof. I think I said it in the podcast so that I was staying away from it, if I remember correctly, because I was going to do 
Uh, the next guy, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Lock him in. He's going to have a fucking field day against the Packers secondary, and he did. Uh, DK Metcalf, again, didn't pay off. Sucks. Brandon Cooks, fuck you. Fuck you. Brandon Cooks didn't pay off. Michael Pittman did. Uh, said he's a hell of a value in a matchup against Jacksonville Jaguars. See him getting his first TD since week nine. Got it done. Odell didn't get the shit done. Um, but I did say I like Cooper Cup first. Uh, Odell didn't get it done. It was Tyler Higby that really took over in that game. Uh, had like 60-some-odd yards receiving and two touchdowns. They've really been targeting him lately. It's really kind of shifted. Um, so anytime Cooper Cup's in a good matchup, maybe we take a look at um, Tyler Higby, especially this week, be a nice pivot option in our uh, DFS lineups. Darnell Mooney, there he goes. There he goes. He's getting going again and it has everything to do with Andy Reid or Andy Reid, Andy Dalton at quarterback. Uh, if you look at the target spreadsheet, you see his best games are when the red rifle has been behind center. Uh, Christian Kirk and AJ Green talked about it. Both of them kind of shit the bed. Uh, was It was completely a Zach Ertz game. Um, I'll get to that one when we get down there. Marvin Jones Jr., value guy. Four receptions for a nice 500K bonus. And if he could get 14, that turns into a nice million. <laughs> uh, pipe dreams. Pipe dreams. Debo Samuel and GPP paid off. Um, I don't give a shit. Compared to what you were paying for Cooper Cup, um, the pricing on Debo was way lower uh, by like a grand. So, I mean, if you put Debo in instead of Cooper Cup, it really paid off. Really, yeah. I mean, they're they're still running him. They're still running him. Uh, AJ Brown got it done. Good spot. Um, the only question is whether or not Titans need to really get him involved against Houston. They did. Um, and Julio Jones actually got one too. Ugh. The. Uh, and then Gabe Davis talked about it. He had like twelve fucking targets. Um, yeah, he didn't pay off, but. In the end, he had 12 targets, so the call was correct. It just didn't happen to work out. Uh, tight end cash, Mark Andrews, worked out, uh, even at his high price uh, at the position. Basically, he just kind of dominated, unless he had Tyler Higby, of course. Uh, Rob Gronkowski said it on that one. Um, there was just something that told me that I had to get it in there. I had to get him in, so... So, oh, somebody found my fucking uh, Letterkenny, <laughs> my Letterkenny tweet. <laughs> um, but I said, it doesn't look good on paper, but Gronk needs seven receptions for a total of 55, 85 yards for 750 receiving yards this season and three TDs for a total of nine TDs on the season. Each mark earns him 500K. Uh, you don't think his buddy Tom isn't going to try and get him at least the first two. That conversation was recorded on the sideline, them talking about it, and Brady asking how much he needed for each one. So shit's real. Shit's real at the end of the year. Remember that for the final week of the year, that's where we're we're going to go. We're going to go to those incentive type guys. Uh, George Kittle did not work out. Because Debo's going off, Ayuk is hitting, heating up, and that's leaving kind of George Kittle kind of left in the block, really. Um, which kind of sucks because 
I mean, in, in this week, who they play? Who they play? Dallas. You'd kind of like to take a look at George Kittle as kind of a pivot off everything, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, Pratt Fryermuth. Uh, he was actually okay, but he didn't really kind of pay off. Well, 4,600 over on DK would have been all right. It would have been all right. Zach Ertz, GPP, should have been in cash. Um, he got the job done for that low price, as did Hunter Henry. Uh, still would have kept him in GPP. <laughs> it was funny, though. I was go, honestly, I needed another GPP tight end, and Miami's giving up points to the position. Still do. He, of course, needs to score a TD to pay off because the volume of targets will not be that high, but he got the high volume of targets. Like, what the fuck? But that's because they had to come back against Miami. So it ended up kind of working out just by accident. Um, I Because I still had New England kind of squeaking that one out. But it is what it is. Uh, defenses. New Orleans. Yes. New Orleans paid off. Um, I believe they had a return. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, Indianapolis defense. They played Jacksonville. They lost Jacksonville and got whooped. Uh, so that was not good. Tennessee Titans, nope, didn't get it done. Um, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay actually did get it done. Um, I believe they scored like eight, eight points, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, New England Patriots, nope, nope, nope. Washington football team did pay off against the Giants. Uh, they had a return touchdown, as did Miami Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> there's a thin-veiled case for them this week against New England. Always seems to have a goofy game appear down in South Beach. Got it done. And then we had the Devin Singletary picture at the bottom. Um, I really like Devin Singletary. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for the kid getting shit done uh, for the Buffalo Bills. It's nice to see that there's actually like a running back that they're focusing on and utilizing out there. So... What do we have going on here, right? What's our postseason schedule? Well, Saturday, the early game. Well, early slash late afternoon game uh, at you know four thirty Eastern. Uh, Vegas travels to the Cincinnati Bengals. Going to pay attention to some weather out there. Uh, New England then in the late game travels to Buffalo uh, to face the Bills. Sunday, we got three games, so we got a triple header. Early game, the 1, 1 p.m. Eastern game, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. I don't know about that game, if that game is going to be any good or not. Uh, San Francisco at Dallas should be a really good game at 4.30. And then the late game, the NBC game, is going to be Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Pretty much, I think we're assuming that Kansas City is going to win or going to whoop the shit out of them. Um... But we're going to have to look at pricing to see if it's really worth it against Pittsburgh. Um, I, I'm not liking this three- or four-headed fucking monster that could appear at running back for Kansas City. Um, you can add a fifth in there because they get fucking Michael Burton, the fullback, involved too. But um, I'm just going to stay away, I think, with running backs there. I just don't know. Um, you're going to have Clyde Edwards-Alaire should be back for that game. It's just whether or not what's going to happen there. 
Uh, and then, you know, the super wild card weekend, we have the Monday Night Football game, Arizona at the L.A. Rams. So, big full weekend. Um, what I can tell you is that there's going to be multiple spreadsheets that are going to go out. I have them. Like a, I can't remember if I said it earlier. I have the spreadsheets built. I just have not um, added in the injuries yet. I got to do that first. I'm going to update and then update the uh, Vegas lines in here. Actually, I can go through those with you too um, before I get out of here. But um, update the Vegas lines, and then I have to do the pricing. Why haven't I gotten the pricing done yet? Well, that's because I, and I just explained, I could have anywhere from three to five different sets of spreadsheets coming out to you based on the slates now i could tell you exact i could tell you right now exactly what you are going to be getting um as of right now so you're going to get a two game saturday main a three game sunday main slate um you're going to get a full Slate, you're going to get the full uh, six game slate uh, put out there. And let me see here. Because the problem is Yahoo doesn't do it either. So that's on FanDuel. FanDuel has, here's the other ones too that FanDuel has is um, a Sunday, Monday. So you get the three on Sunday and then you get the fourth game you know, the Monday night football game. Um, and then they have a late Sunday. So you would get the uh, San Francisco Dallas and the Pittsburgh Kansas City game in there. And that's what they have right now. Um, there will be one. There's going to be one spreadsheet that I'm going to send out that's and it's going to handle all your showdown slates. Okay, so all six games, all in showdown format uh, pricing. We are still waiting outside of Yahoo. Uh, we are still waiting on the Monday night game. That might not be out until Sunday. So I'll probably just send it out originally uh, with the five games and just leave it there. So here's what we have uh, for DraftKings. So we have the two-game Saturday slate, uh, main slate. The three-game Sunday main, uh, the full six-game slate, so Saturday through Monday. Um, we do have a Saturday-Sunday slate, um, but that is only four games. Which games are those? It's Patriots-Bills, Eagles-Buccaneers, 49ers-Cowboys, and Steelers-Chiefs. So the two Saturday games, oh, no. I take that back. It's the late Saturday game and then the three Sunday games. Gross. See, they can never fucking just do it the same. We do have the Sunday late slate uh, with the two games there. So that's fine. And then they have the prime time uh, slate, which is the late Sunday game. So the Sunday night football game and the Monday night football game. So, you see what I'm saying? Um, there's a lot that I can put out here um, for this week. Uh, Yahoo's kept it pretty simple. 
So they have all the showdown slates out there. And then they have uh, the two-game. They have three slates, three regular class, like quote-unquote classic slates. So the two-game Saturday, the three-game Sunday, and then the full six on there. So what I'll probably end up doing is I will send you out the Saturday mains. Um, I'll have them marked. I'll have them marked. I'll color code them somewhere uh, for you. Um, probably right up above in the left-hand corner where you have the actual um, teams that are playing. I'll probably put it up there. I'll color code it out. I'll color code out the tabs too um, for you. But we'll do the Saturday main, and, and or I'll I'll write it up too that it's the Saturday mains. So I'll send out the Saturday main. So here's two spreadsheets that I'll send out. Saturday main and the Sunday main all in the same one. Okay. So you'll have you'll have five matchups on there. They'll be marked, you know, Saturday main, color coded as well for uh Saturday versus Sunday and then the one Monday. So light blue for Saturday, dark blue for Sunday, red for Monday. Um, so those will be on there. Then I'll send out one full one with all six games. That'll probably be the first one I work on just cause it'll be the easiest to get done real quick. Um, uh, so we'll do the whole six games. That one will get sent out on its own. So here we're at two. Um, we're going to have the showdown slate one. That's going to come out. Woof. Um, and what else are we going to send out here? So I'll have to make a prime time. I can do I can do the different kinds on another one. So there's going to be at least four. Probably it's going to be a fifth one. So I get a Sunday, Monday. Yeah, I'll just send them all out. I'll separate them. If it's going to be, if it's only going to be, you know, like say FanDuel, uh, you know, one with a FanDuel one, I'll just do it like that and I'll I'll black out all the, the other spots um, for DraftKings and Yahoo. I'll mark it, you know. There's a lot of stuff to go through. Um it's not easy, but I'll have them out. Now, in terms of the write-up, in terms of the write-up, what I'll probably end up doing is... God, it's so fucking tough. I'll do it like... Well, last year I sep- last year I separated it by the sun uh, by the Saturday main and the Sunday main. So I'll what I'll do is I'll include the Saturday players on one, you know, in the first area, and then we'll do the Sunday only players on the other area. Um, so, but not to confuse you with all the pricing and stuff like that, we'll just keep it separated like that. Um, you know, do quarterbacks, running backs, uh, wide receiver, tight end, defense on that end, and then. 
you know, Sunday, the same type of thing, right, for the three games. And we'll do it like that. Um, and then I'll try and put in there uh, what I think of other players. Um, but I'm going to tell you tomorrow, um, well, record it tomorrow, exactly how I'm going to attack this slate, like the full thing, like the whole six games. Um, because I think I've, I'm starting to figure out a little bit more with the showdown slates, um, how to work it and work it to our advantage, um, in other areas. So that's what I'm going to do. We'll, we'll have a little discussion session, um, while we're doing that, but it's going to be a fun weekend. Have a fun weekend with that. Uh, hopefully your playoff contest, I can get you kind of situated through there. Um, yeah, regular season's done, man. We're almost done. Almost done. You got a little over a month and then guess what? Is it vacation time? Nope. Nope. We head to season four of the podcast and season eight of this literation of the doghouse fantasy football. I got to be up early in the morning. I'm going to bed. Peace out, homeboys and homegirls.